0: Gentlemen, it's been a long time since we've last seen our fair gentle people of nerddom. but today we have returned victoriously. Um, long and the short of it is, our good, my good friend here, Stephen's uh, laptop has taking the old dirt nap, and mine was getting updated, so we've been away for some time. But we are here today to talk about a few things in regards to Star Wars. Um, and I'd like to introduce my two, two, yes, that is right, guests today. Uh, obviously, we always have our lovely, fantastic, amazing, sir, dude, guy, Steven. Oh, thanks a lot for the And the I little giggly <laughs> individual in the corner there, uh, in the shadows, as he lurks in his darkness. Uh, this is Peyton. Otherwise known as Dark Evil Master. Ooh, quick um, entrance. Hello, all. Yeah. Yes, the well... The one true Revanite. Yeah. One true Revanite. But yes, um, we've come to talk about all things Star Wars today. So if you're not into Star Wars, uh, get the fuck out. You're no longer allowed to be a part of the conversation. Uh, you can, Or if you like to listen um, just for your own personal pain, I guess, uh, you can stay. Um, but if you love Star Wars, you want to hear more about it, uh, you want to hear our opinions on it, welcome. We uh, We welcome you. So... Gentlemen, First Order of Business. We want to talk about the uh, the Bob Iger incident. I know it's been a few weeks since it came out, but I think um, talking about it, nonetheless, to start our conversation off is a good idea. Uh, Stephen, you want to give an outline for those people who do not already
1: know about this.
2: Yeah, so like the main gist or one the breakdown is basically Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, or was or is a former, I, I, I'm, I'm actually don't know about that, but I think his contract comes up in 2020. Yeah, that's right. right that's right. He, he's about to exit the stage, as they say. Um, he basically set out his, uh, went on a tour to promote his uh, memoir, and he basically explained the situation where when Disney purchased Star Wars from George Lucas had to tune that of like $4 billion. Um, George Lucas had sent Disney a rough outline of what his trilogy would look like. Um, and Disney paid him money for that. And the implication that George Lucas got on his end was that Disney was going to use some of those ideas um, as part of the transaction. And so when Disney did not use anything at all, he felt a little bit betrayed and was remorseful about the whole affair, at least at the very uh, instant that it started. Um, The second thing was that uh, Iger kind of describes the relationship starting off very rocky. And when they had invited George Lucas to actually watch The Force Awakens right, right before it no launched pun it in theaters. Intended. He was very, like, forced, right? No pun intended. <laughs> um, he was very, very mixed about it, ultimately saying how it felt more of the same. So ultimately, their relationship has been not in good terms at all. But again, I guess... Not knowing the the person that Lucas is, one can imply many things just from this uh, affair, at least from the perspective of Bob Iger. I wanted to kind of open the field to what you guys think uh, was the right call or, or rather like what do you think was going around the mind of George Lucas when he kind of realized that he was letting go of his baby and now he... Do you think he might have second thoughts about that? I'll
0: start off here. Where Uh, he was going to go. I think he, I mean, I feel like, (laughs) I'm of two parts of this. So, I mean, they did pay him $4 billion. So maybe they thought, okay, well, we just paid this guy everything (laughs) for this. And now we should be able to get to do what we want with it. Okay. Whatever was said, you know, in, in verbal agreements and all that at the end of the day comes down to what's written. Now, obviously if, you know, if someone says yes, uh, or yeah, we'll take that into account. You know, it really depends on what was said. Um, you know, if it was like, yes, we will definitely do this or we'll definitely take into consideration everything you, you, you're telling us in regards to that. Um, those are two vastly different statements. I don't know if there was a like a literal like what he was said um in in the book, but um I mean I get it. I understand like you know george lucas is it's his baby you know he he from what he created, and they're just and now they're it's not his vision anymore and um and since they're taking his using his baby uh they may he he may, um, you know, be frustrated about this. I don't under—I don't know if you know, four billion dollars uh, is is enough to make you not um, not sad about their baby, but uh, it would be for me, me personally. I mean, I say that now, <laughs> but. Um... <laughs>
2: so you so you kind of understand his frustration but do you think it's warranted like do you think disney should have used his like outside of the context of oh well it was a you know business contract, you know if it was written then yes they should have used it but if it wasn't written then they shouldn't have do you think now going back to what lucas the outline from my understanding it was meant to be a deep dive into the many m- of yeah. the Star Wars lore. Yep. And instead of uh, Ray, the the heroine of this trilogy would be called Kira, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so Peyton, if you want to, like, put input, like, do you think with with how Disney is handling the franchise so far um, and the movies that have, that have come out, the feature length films, um, do you think we would be better off with a George Lucas trilogy instead of the one that Disney provided? Well,
3: I, I just want to rewind just for a second. Um, you know, Bob made it clear in in the contract, or he, he rather said, you know, they were under no contractual obligation mm-hmm. to, to proceed with any plot line he wrote. You know, they just said, yeah. You know, we'll take your ideas and all, but at the end of the day, we can, we have the freedom to go wherever route we want to go, right? So that was, according to him, that was made expli- explicitly clear to Lucas. Okay. Um, uh, I do understand George's uh, frustration, like Matt said, that is his baby. I mean, that's seen a gen- over a generation of fans, you know? Um, children and really, you know, just adults in in general, but uh, I think that if you were to keep him on as a producer, I feel like they would have clashed, and that probably would have caused a lot of tension for any kind of plot you ever were to go with. So, it's kind of like one of those really... it's, It's really hard because, you know, we're talking about a franchise that's so popular. And I think that if you were to put George and like for instance maybe jj in the same room and they had to like actually go and make a a screen or like a plot line i feel like there may be tension um because george is always just going to inherently have no this is what star wars should be about in his head you know um, right. but his 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 proposed now we don't have the whole thing obviously but mm-hmm. from that from the basis of what we were given what were they called the he actually gave a name to those like micro organisms like the will or something? No, it starts with a W, I believe. Um, Yeah, I think he even admits it, actually. There's there's a a transcript of him saying, you know, he had doubts that it would even be as popular anyway. And I have to agree. I think that that was probably a, a little bit of a shaky ground for him to Probably write a script around, um, like, introducing some microorganism, like, feudalistic (laughs) control over the force. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah,
2: but that's just some of the overview thoughts I had over on it, yeah. Yeah, so um, that kind of goes back to the idea of how the, the, the prequel films, I mean, when they first came out, you know, they were kind of like, oh, OK, it was a marketing machine of sorts, like our nostalgia, you know, as folks that grew up with those movies when we were younger, we sort of like got to the hype, the lightsaber battles. But like on a thematic level, uh, from a storytelling perspective, they were just heralded as like these fucking farces of like he tried too hard to sort of tackle. A Shakespearean tragedy, the acting felt dull and just like, you know, everything felt way too, uh, it, it didn't really have an author passion behind it. Um, and not to derail the, this whole conversation, but the same thing could apply to Peter Jackson's Hobbit trilogy in comparison to the original, uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy. So I guess... My next question in in regards to that is, like, um, even if, like, with what we have gotten from Disney so far, um, do you think that retreading, at, at least for The Force Awakens to me, with how it retreads a new hope too much. Uh, and then we got the last Jedi and then we we're finally going to get rise of Skywalker. Do you feel like this trilogy has been thought out in a concise manner uh, in the way that Disney wanted it to be? Or like, do you think there was like internal I struggles think, um, in regards to like the creative vision? Personally, it?
0: There's definitely been struggles with the creative vision because I mean, it, it all depends. I mean, we won't truly know if there's a hundred percent, um, disconnect with the story until after rise of Skywalker, um, comes out. Cause then I'll be truly like, okay, this is all disconjoined. This is all a huge mess. Um, or it's like, okay, they tried to salvage some stuff. Obviously they dropped some other stuff off here. Um, regards to that so like we kind of have to wait and see but between just the two movies we already have there's definitely a, a completely change of uh of storytelling i mean the first one's like you know taking what you already know the second one's completely changing it all and the third one seems to be kind of going to back to what we already are comfortable with death star the emperor uh (laughs) <laughs> Even double-ended lightsabers, um, you know, kind of kind of things like that. So, uh, thus far, it's been kind of disjointed.
1: Yeah, I, mm-hmm.
3: I, yeah, I think um I, I'm not. It's I'm kind of on the fence of whether this was kind of like a, you know, they had an idea and they executed it a little bit uh Honestly, just kind of odd. Um, I don't, I'm on the fence of whether that was the case. They had an idea and they just didn't execute it the way I I think a lot of fans probably saw it coming, or if they just kind of winged it, you know. Um, because the reality is, uh, Disney's been at least before the past couple years, uh, releasing a film every year and. I feel like those in itself were wing it films, except for Rogue One. I really like that one. But um I think that it was it all goes to the director, I think for me. Um, casting or having uh JJ as the director for The for Force Awakens and then switching to Johnson for The Last Jedi. Okay. If if you had if you did have an original idea for the scope of this entire trilogy, I think that it wasn't executed the, the right way by giving it uh, different, you know, creative interest to JJ and then Johnson and then back to JJ. Um, but that's just my
2: opinion. Yeah, like, I have a, the similar opinion in the sense of, like, yeah. I, I believe that the vision should have been established uh, from the get-go, which I believe it has been. I think the problem is that with JJ, uh, in regards to his uh, directing, I, I, I really find him to be more of a visual director in the same way that Zack Snyder is. And his, his plot lines are very. I don't think cookie cutter is the fair word to use, but they are pretty standard fair for what you would expect from a blockbuster. And so they Disney viewed JJ as okay well he's the safe director to go for he has a lot of the he has a Spielberg-esque uh production style to him where he uses more practical effects and whatnot and then um he doesn't at least from my perspective he doesn't have that sort of pretension that comes from spearheading such a big sci-fi franchise or like creating one uh yeah like if you were to go back (laughs) to his Star Trek reboots, right? Like the first one was pretty good. I really enjoyed the second one. But over time, many people have actually had more bad things to say about that one for some odd reason. I've never seen the the third Star Trek movie, but he, he didn't direct that one, I believe. But anyways, um, so they kind of like went to him because they viewed, okay, we need to reintroduce Star Wars to the world. And how do we do that? in a way that, that kind of makes them forget about the prequels. And I think that was their biggest downfall, in my opinion. I, yeah. I, I, I really think their first mistake was playing it too safe um, in regards to like how they wanted to recontextual, recontextualize uh, the audience's expectations to what to expect from Star Wars. When the original trilogy came out, uh, or even A New Hope, By itself like people were like enthralled by it because it was something new yeah it it was like whoa this is something entirely like out of this world and and to some degree i kind of felt that way with guardians of the galaxy but again that's that's like that's more of like the aesthetic nature of it especially when it comes to sci-fi and how we kind of have a darth of of sci-fi properties right now but um but i really really think that if if they had stuck with jj i would have been fine with with that decision i just wish that they had a better script and like um more capable um script writers in general because i really do feel like the the script needed some novelty it needed some aspect to it that kind of made it be like oh wow like they're really going something mm-hmm. do we know the reason more divergent oh, than what yeah. was expected um yeah I, and, <laughs> oh i was all
3: i was gonna say was um I, I had wished that he had been a little bit more uh edgier with with uh the force awakens because i mean both of you could probably agree with me right there's so much uh there's so much familiarity mm-hmm. within that movie and then a new hope right mm-hmm the way there's so many instances where you can go, man, this feels like, you know, they're paying respect to the original Star Wars that first came out, A New Hope. Uh, I think that they didn't need to do that. I feel like it could have just been its own thing without having to rely on safeguards. We've never seen that in a Star Wars movie. We've never just seen, like, these recurrences of, of a plot, like a big superstar weapon, right? Right. Uh, the, millenni- the classic Millennium Falcon, like, doing its own thing. Um, and sort of, like, in a sense, you know, in, in my opinion, kind of like the same story. Like, some person, some hero that we are going to become accustomed with found on a world. desert world, world even, even pretty such. Pretty <laughs> shoddy, like, upbringing. It, it, yeah exactly i mean the, the the similarities are clear i think that oh. it could have i mean shit even the even
4: approach. the Falcon falcons uh, you know, on that planet one
3: but <laughs> yeah and, and exactly and but all that being said you know they still i still enjoyed that movie um i still liked the way it went but it was mm. uh I guess we're going to talk about more in, in a in a few minutes, but the the uh, you know transition into the last Jedi and so forth, I, I just I just have problems with honestly.
0: Um okay. I was going to say something. Matt, did you want to? Uh, you were going to say something? All good. I think I was. I was just going uh, to. Well, I, maybe I'll get to it. I was going to kind of build off of what I was saying kind of earlier. Like it's um, it's kind of where you see the the disjointed part, like you get, Oh yeah. I remember I would have really um, personally preferred if, if like they had one solid director, you know, either JJ or somebody else or Ryan Johnson or something like that. If it was just the same director all the way through, it would have possibly been, you know, more concise one vision one. I mean, obviously it's Disney's vision at the end of the day, but you know, obviously Disney was like, Oh, yeah. look at the reaction. We must change. We must shift. I mean, yeah, it's just like the, and the writing shifts with it. And it's like, okay, we're taking a left. We took a left down the wrong, uh, down the, into the forest. And now we're going to take a right into the trees and we don't know what's coming next. Um, <laughs> but usually when you drive into the trees, there's going to be some collateral damage. Um, <laughs> to put it lightly. We are on, we on a familiar road, turned left into the forest, and now we're going to turn right into the trees. We don't know where the fuck we're going. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, we don't know what we're going to get. And that's the exciting part. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker is like a box be. of chocolates. It certainly can be so You don't exciting. know what you're going to get until you bite into it. Um,
1: oh, God. <laughs> Resistance.
0: Um, Rebellion. So, yeah. I don't know where we're going to go from this.
2: Well, uh, wait, okay. So, first, uh, Peyton, you said that you enjoyed The Force Awakens.
3: I, I, I think I personally did. Um, like okay. I said, I feel like it could have been edgier. Uh, okay. But at the end of the day, I walked yeah, out of the thinking, yes, here we go. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, I had motivation. Ambition again for what this trilogy was to become uh and it's not over yet, but yeah yeah sure. I, I, I enjoyed the force awakens simply because um here we are again we're starting a new I enjoyed the the uh, and the star a new hero rises um, of course that was nice oh, and then
0: <laughs> that's what I'm gonna call it um, and then uh I think the death of Han is a fucking great <laughs> Jesus it, it it was a great. Um, you know, character moment for, you know, end of Han and what could have been um a great character moment for in the moment, great character moment for Kylo. W-
3: yeah.
0: Oh, I don't but, think I um, could have.
3: I think you're on the yeah. mark. I think it is a defining moment. Yeah. It, yeah. Did Han
0: kill himself? Who shot like first, Han too. or Kylo? <laughs> um. Who pulled the trigger? <laughs>
3: he's like, he's well, like I think please. At the end of the day, like, I think Harrison Ford wanted it out. And the script said Kylo kills reason, Han, honestly. but he changed the script. Fuck you
2: guys, I'm going
0: home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I'm gonna go fucking film Blade Runner. I still haven't TV seen that's what happened, probably. <laughs> yeah, it could be it, too. Yeah, oh, my God. We'll talk about that afterwards. Anyways, uh, okay, so Force Awakens. Yeah, so, so for, for myself, uh, again, I, I think it played it too safe, and I enjoyed it the, the first go-around. My favorite scene was the very end. I mean, obviously. Uh, <laughs> what, the floating rock force? I mean, Greasy, that's when we got you, up. We got. Oh, you.
0: I see. Ah, ah. Was just glad it was over. One of the first <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and,
2: Wait, 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 wait! Hold on, that's not. Uh, uh, no, that's not I know. Funny. I was just. I was okay. it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, it's just like I was like, what wow. the credits? Finally, I get to see like <laughs> right on on screen, and then yeah, the credits. It was like this very coming to Jesus moment, you know, like <laughs> oh, it's god. just like oh god. Um, um. But, like, uh, but, yeah, like, it uh, just played it too safe. And I had some reservations. I, li- I, I still liked it. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a film that I'm just going to look back and be like, oh, man, that could have been so much more. Yeah, it really could. So yeah. talking about that so much more, um, The Last Jedi, one of the things that you don't talk to with family members at Thanksgiving right next to politics and religion, especially Um, not me. Yeah. Especially with not you. Um, When this film came out, there was a lot of critical buzz with the reviews and a lot of like expectations were thrown uh, in regards to like, wow, this is a very. I don't think the the words that were used were like dark or edgy. It was just more like it, 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 it. it was very different um and i think it's going to divide people up or route people it's gonna cause us to ask the difficult questions in regards to how the how a property like star wars can react to its fan base and vice versa and so i think that when it came out um i i I was really excited to watch it um And so I did. And I came out and I I had to be honest, at first I was pretty under, okay, not underwhelmed. I was like, what did I just watch? I don't think I saw a Star Wars movie. I just saw like a really good critique of Star Wars. Like if someone made like a fan film where they, you have this sort of like auteur director be like, hey, you know, Star Wars can be so much more or this or that. And it broke with so much convention at the time. And I was like, I I kind of felt this unease when I left where I was like, uh, I don't think that was a good Star Wars movie, but I think it was a great film. And I think I had told that to both of you uh, through text messages, I, I think. Uh, it's been a while, but yeah, I, I think that was my impression when, when I left the, the theater. And then it wasn't until later when I actually had to recollect and sort of like, you know, go through my thoughts regarding it. That's when I came to appreciate it. And when I rewatched it two more times on Netflix, I did. that's when I was like, okay, I, I really understand what he was going for. And I wanted to ask both of you uh, okay. What your thoughts were? After, I, I need like, to mention this right now before I fucking one. forget it,
0: like last time. Um, yeah. So the long and the short of it is, um, and this i am going to preface Go this with no spoilers. Okay. No, 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 no. You, you, no, you, you don't understand. I'm no, not we're, talking we're about. Wait, you, no. The reference it's I'm going to make years, will not have any spoilers right? yeah. in it. I felt the same exact way. Okay. Well, I felt a similar way to when I finished watching a movie I watched on Saturday, which is Joker.
3: Exactly. That's why I said preface with no oh, spoilers. Please do not spoil that one for me, man.
1: Ooh, uh, I, 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 yeah, I I'm
3: watching that. Steven this, I'm yeah, please,
0: please. No, it no, no. It was me. a great film that there's many times in the movie. I did not associate it with the title. It represented Um, that's all I'll say about that. But the long and the short of it, uh, was like, I feel like the last Jedi was, it was a Star Wars film to me when I watched it, um, more so than. The movie I just referenced was the movie, you know, uh, exactly what I just said. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of surprising yeah. mm-hmm. things about the movie, okay. like and meta things in the film. Um, kind of like, you know, when Luke tosses the fucking lightsaber over his shoulder in the beginning, he's like, yeah, you can get you can kind of guess that this is not going to be your conventional Star Wars film. <laughs> I don't respect this damn <laughs>
2: I fucking love that scene, dude. I oh, fucking love okay, it. Okay, calm down, children. Uh, uh, we'll fucking have love your moment it. to speak. Um,
0: I'm not too, like, meh. I'm not, I don't really care that there wasn't a crossing of lightsabers because you don't necessarily have to have an absolute, um, you know, a serious fight with lightsabers in a Star Wars movie, even though all of them have, except for, Rogue One, I think. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Rogue One.
1: I know, except for well, Rogue One as I well. Think
0: one that's not like, including have Rogue a One. Yeah,
2: because yeah, well. yeah, I was like, I don't
0: think there yeah. was, but you know, we had Darth Vader oh. murdering oh, a okay, fuck okay. ton of okay. people in that. Um, <laughs> oh, that's also a movie we didn't mention. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, d- so, Disney was guy handling guy. that film as well. Oh, we weren't talking about solo. I'm we talking don't talk about, about solo. Can uh, we just pretend Robe, that
2: solo doesn't work? We don't go.
0: talk about solo. One. <laughs> Darth Maul exists. Solo um, we, solo we'll stick not. to the, the main two, though. Um, oh, okay. What was I saying? What was your question?
1: <laughs>
2: oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. We already <laughs> sure. got derailed. This okay. is perfectly. All right.
3: So, is it my turn then?
2: <laughs> All right.
3: That movie was balls.
4: <laughs> Way to sound educated! All right. All
3: right, now let me um let me preface this minute, with saying that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do what? Yeah, yeah. Let me preface with saying that uh, I'm you a graduated huge from the Sith
2: Academy, man. Yeah,
3: hey. give the man credit. Hey, I'm a Corobon bachelor dog. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to say I'm a huge EU fan, so I'm not just somewhat biased. I'm just. Entirely biased, right? So take that for what you will. Um, the Last Jedi, man, probably the best production of a Star Wars movie I've ever seen. Ever, can we can we just okay, say that? Yes, yeah. Yes, that definitely. that movie Put was some sugar absolutely on the ship. beautiful. Everything about it was beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
3: dude, I I was in awe at the production of that movie. It was great. Um. I have so many problems with the story, though. Uh, I think my biggest contingency is uh, Luke's character. I'd have to say it's Luke's character. Uh, and that probably stems a lot from all of those novels, all those graphic comics, all of that shit of, of Luke being, you know, a hero in a different way. Um, but I, I have many specifics I could jump into. I don't know what we want to jump into uh, exactly, but um, I, ju- we can I just start have with like
2: with like the the sure. If ex, you want to point mean, a certain
3: direction, I'd be um, free. I'd be willing to you know go into detail.
2: I do want to talk about Kylo first, um, yeah, because I, I feel like this is the one thing that the movie is not that the movie screwed him up. It's just like. It kind of carved a path for him where his redemption was not possible. And I fear that the Rise of Skywalker will undo all of that. Mm. But again, that, that's based on how you take into account. So let's start with the, with the, throne, the throne. I love scene that scene. With Snoke. With Snoop, yeah yes let's let's start there that's going to be the major focal point i loved it i fucking loved it because it was the director basically saying you know look <laughs> jj and disney wanted Snoke to be this emperor palpatine archetype again and i'm here to completely throw that into the trash heap right i i understand the counter argument of of saying like well he could have been an interesting villain. They could have done a twist with him. Like maybe he was a puppet of, of Palpatine or, or some other incarnation of that theory. But again, I feel like The Last Jedi was trying to um, basically cement the idea that Star Wars can become... Star Wars doesn't have to be trapped by the, it, its own archetypes that the original right. trilogy had produced. Yep. Luke was the chosen one. Uh, sort of, like the son of the Chosen One, if, if you want to translate it to that. But he was the hero at the end of the day, and he was special based on his bloodline. Ray, we thought, oh, wild speculation. She she was going to be a Skywalker or maybe a Kenobi. And then the last year I just said, no, she, she's just a nobody. But she has you know, immense uh, talent or aptitude with the Force and her connection with it. And she just needs mentoring. And that's where Luke comes in. But again, Luke is more nihilistic in this movie than yeah. many yeah. people really anticipated. Yeah. And in some regards, um, Luke kind of reminded me a little bit of Kreia from the Sith Lords. It's, oh, the Star Wars God. Video, it's so fucking wild that you're bringing all this up because I have a huge correlation to bring up, actually, okay. too. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so... And so... During that throne scene, Ryan Johnson was basically changing the conversation on on what Star Wars could be. And so this whole fan backlash, half of it, I feel has to do with, like, consistency with the lore and respecting what was already there. And then the other half of it was just this, like, bullshit gender politics that I won't get into. But. It was really eye opening to me when he killed off Snoke in that fashion, and you can see for like uh, subtle foreshadowing to this in the very beginning in the last year that you see uh, Poe Dameron, he basically made a a prank Um, call to like the uh, what's his name, Um, the yeah, the fucking dumbass. Right, yeah. the dumbass, like like God you know, damn. basically like I did not understand that scene and I was a bit revolted by it. But I understand why he did it, but I wish it was executed better. Because okay. it felt very like, oh he's just plain slapstick, slapstick humor just for the sake of it. Like like this is a fucking Marvel superhero movie. Like it felt very out of character. But I understood why he did this because he was challenging, again, those very base notions of what the First Order was trying to be. It was making a mockery of their aspirations to become the Empire. Ryan Johnson was making a mockery of, of Disney's aspirations to make this Star Wars trilogy like the original or to replicate its success when it should have been its own thing. But this is a big caveat. I honestly think Ryan Johnson had the best intentions with his subversion tactics. I do have some big concerns with how he committed some of them. And there's a bit of course correction at the end, which we were which we will talk about uh, later on. But that throne room scene with Snoke dying and Kylo offering to Ray, hey, let's do the great Jedi path. I was I was like, oh, my God, please, 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 please. And then I, you know, Ray broke my heart as, as did Kylos, and it didn't really, you know, materialize how I, I envisioned. But it was that one moment where I was like, oh my God, I have never been more excited for Star Wars than, than, than I did now. And he kind of threw that into the back burner for a bit. And so I just wanted to sort of ask you guys what you thought of that drone room I, scene and like what you took from it. There's a, so I, I, I've already, Said it, I
0: love this scene. Um, just for the cinematography alone, just the, the visuals and the fight scene, uh, it's pretty, pretty fucking awesome. And then the obvious, little, um, uh, dual switch scene. I don't know the actual term, but where it's like the splitting of the lightsaber and then the poof, the splitting of all the ships in two and just utter destruction that follows that. Um, I really enjoyed all the, uh, the sc- the scene overall. Um, and like the whole lead up, it's like, and now you will, I don't remember the exact quote, but what Snoke's essentially saying, and now you will, you know, strike down your enemy and just, just right to the middle is fucking <laughs> hilarious. Um, yeah. <laughs> no lies detected. No lies detected. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, um, really great scene. And then like, even when they're just, they're like the sword play, I guess you could call it. Um, when, you know, she's, you know, using the lightsaber at one point and I forget how it happens, but like she, so, so one, I, it's been a while since I've watched the film, but one of them is like in like dire straits and then uh, just activates the lightsaber, I think because she passes it to him or something like that. I, you know what I'm talking about? Like at the very end, when the last one's still there. But yeah, 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 we're yeah, all, yeah. Uh, it's one of yeah. the best scenes of the film.
1: Um
3: so my first question was, Oh shit, are these other Knights of Ren and you know, they they aren't, obviously. And I think he even talks about that later in an interview he didn't want to take away from that scene and he thinks that putting the knights and i kind of agree with him on this but putting the knights of ren in there would have uh, taken away or or at least diverted the attention away from that scene a little bit more um but are are we limited to just the throne room thing because you went into a whole theory behind (laughs) ryan johnson's scope of this film that i was
2: actually planning on bringing up too Yeah, yeah just yeah go ahead okay first like what was your reaction to Snoke dying like and then we uh, can go from there the reaction
3: to Snoke dying itself I was I was a bit disappointed not gonna lie I was I was a bit disappointed in fact I was actually really disappointed (laughs) Uh, but but you know uh, I understand in my opinion I think what Ryan Johnson was trying to do was deconstruct what the audience's view on Star Wars was, mm-hmm. and I had I had actually highlighted four main points that uh, I think minus one you brought up the rest. Um, the first one being Luke as the powerful hero and trump card. Um, mm-hmm. The second was Snoke as the big bad, mm-hmm. the big the big villain, the antagonist that we were gonna have. Uh, The third one being Ray's anticipated lineage being revealed, Mm -hmm. which we are kind of up in the air about Uh, that. That could have been a farce that, you know, Kylo could have, you know, lied to her or just embellished the idea that she had no true, like iconic parents that they were just, you know, deadbeats. The fourth one was the finale lightsaber duel. So those four things were probably and any expected Star Wars fan uh would would anticipate uh from the film, Luke being the powerful hero in trump card, obviously, as you said earlier, he was a bit more backseat, uh kind of kind of hesitant, even uh you know unwilling to go along, uh, of course he does in the end, but unwilling to go along with the hero's expectations, you know, joining the the resistance helping everybody out. I mean, for, for God's sake, they were looking for him to, for the, you know, the entire Force Awakens, right? Uh, Snoke is a big bad, right? He was, he was played up entirely in the Force Awakens. Um, and we've always had, in at least the films, a behind the curtains uh, kind of villain. But mm-hmm. he's always been really, really uber. You know, he's meta. He, he's really powerful. Right, uh, But, but in the other films, obviously, it's Palpatine, and Palpatine is obviously meta. Uh, when it comes to Ray's anticipated lineage, we've been desperately searching for that answer. Is it, is it a Skywalker? Is it Kenobi? Is it even possibly Qui-Gon Jinn's daughter? What, oh, yeah. What do we have here, right? Uh, <laughs> um, obviously, that was, that was again, uh, given to us in a, in a sense of, no, what you expected was, it's not reality. It's just a normal person. Um, and then we have the finale lightsaber duel. When in fact,
4: your
3: lightsabers never even clash. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it, exactly. It, it's yeah. an apparition, right? Or a vision. Well, anyway, we have those four concepts that we were probably expecting from the film. Okay. And none of them were played up in the way that a average fan would go about it. The problem with that, that I had was if you're going to deconstruct a film as you, as, or deconstruct a concept, you Got need to build upon it. And I felt like that part was lacking. And that's something that KOTOR 2 so does crazy. really well, in my opinion. Uh, it's, it's, so crazy that you mentioned Kreia because that is the exact concept of KOTOR 2. They deconstruct what you think you know about the Force, what you think you know about Star Wars Mm -hmm. and replace it with a higher understanding. Um, I can go more into depth about that, but I don't want to consume too much of you guys uh, talking about your response to it, but I'd be happy to kind of go in depth for the audience, so a little bit more about Tour 2 if they haven't played it. Kreia uh, C- is a very iconic uh, yeah, character. one of
2: my, and, like, she, Probably one of my she's like, very under. Three.
3: Yeah, she's, she's, like she's very
4: understated <laughs> in the Star Wars universe. Um, a very iconic character. You may character. not know this about me, Peyton, but I've never played KOTOR 2. I think a lot of <laughs> Or really hey, that's gotten fine. deep into and Kotor. I, and I think
3: a lot of people haven't played it.
4: I tried that's, playing it.
3: Dude, that's even better because you could experience I great. I tried playing I'm Kotor. He's not done yet. I hated the I'm battle jealous. system <laughs>
1: Oh.
3: <laughs> Damn. Alright, so I'm just gonna go ahead and <laughs> I didn't I didn't <laughs> One of my hosts wants <laughs> to be a, I, I, a You know,
4: squad. hold on. <laughs> let me defend myself. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I hated the battle system. I just love Hold on, no, let me finish my statement. Let me, look,
3: let me just say, I think that's a big turn off for people. I think that's a big turn off for people is the way the combat works. And I think combat's fine. Well, okay. okay. I think if you give it a chance. I think I think think it it may, may have, really have fucked up. laid
4: back, I, I may have that fucked that up in the initial. It's strategic. Because it's tactical. So I got lost in the first city you get to. Um, yeah. Well, there Terrace? I couldn't fucking find where I was supposed Shame. to go. This is upper Upper City, the Upper Which, City. Where do you get lost? The Upper City or the Lower
3: <laughs> and then City? I went the,
4: well, the Lower City is easy. <laughs> That's even um, worse,
3: dude. The Lower City is a
4: harder part. In the Upper City. The Lower hey, City is easy. Lost. <laughs> Pretty sure you start the lower city and then you get to the upper oh, city. I have it backwards, man.
2: <laughs> no, what? you no. dumbass. You start in the upper city, yeah, and then you go to the lower city <laughs> and then you fight the 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 rancor and like the yeah the sewer area. Okay, it's I been think a I played If I I think I, yeah, I,
1: think I killed there the, the rancor yeah. and
2: that was fine. Um. Interesting. Do you can play on your phone right now. I think they have it up. mobile. Yeah, yeah, they do the have story. it on mobile. Yes, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we derailed. Got a new train too. We
3: win we the point a different is. Week. The point is, listeners, if you haven't played the KOTOR series, please do. It is amazing. This, this also game.
2: includes the MMO, uh, especially the Imperial Agent storyline. <laughs> we don't talk about. We don't talk about Reven. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Reven. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyways, movies. um yeah. where the fuck were we? Uh right, last Jedi. So
1: oh,
4: I, it a rank.
2: Basically like <laughs> you had mentioned you 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 you, you had mentioned that i <laughs> felt the same about last Jedi that you did with Joker recently. And so I that I'm kinda I recall getting a text message from you saying that you really loved the last year. That, and that it was, like, I think you, mentioned when do I the send you this text for you? Like it was up there immediately after. So like, has your, this was like, oh, like yeah. Immediately after. So were you after that, that last scene high of like the sunset is here. And then all of a sudden you after, have to let milk settle. Think about it. Like did when your you first, change pour it, time?
4: because otherwise it might be curds that float to the top oh God um Luke knows a lot about milk let me tell you that. <laughs> um, it's been a while since I've seen it to be perfectly honest so i my i should have probably watched it beforehand but you know <laughs> thanks netflix thanks uh thanks uh disney um yeah, your question was how do I feel about it now um <laughs> I think it's a solid film. I, I don't think it's top three in any way, shape, or form. R- Rogue One is probably is not for way better than uh, Last Jedi. But that's... Yeah.
3: What? <laughs> Yeah, you hear that, Steve? Two against one, boy. Oh, my God. It's not... Hold on, It's not hard like to say that.
2: Mike's to backstab me at the last second. So it, 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 it's it's not hard to like, this this say that. This
4: has now, before. is it way ahead of it? Right. No. What? Um, I will say, you know, Last Jedi's in my top five, but not my top three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh.
3: Can we get I into some, some technicalities though? Because I want okay. to. Oh, stupidest shit right, so the I've ever seen! Plot line, in, in a goddamn
4: all... film. Now you're bringing it back. Yeah, oh, you're running on, it back right. already.
2: I want to hear. Wait, 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 wait! Oh. The codebreaker. The okay, so the codebreaker plotline. Yeah, it's the one with Benicio ah. del Toro, right? Okay. Yeah. The lead up to that and everything surrounding that, I agree, was pretty bad. I yeah. feel like it was pretty inconsequential. I love the sort of over-the-top camera swing by the by the poker table. It's just a teaser uh, for what their uh, hotel's gonna nice look like. For older film, um, yeah, sure, sure, for sure, that's fine. They can go crazy with that, but uh, anyways. But at the very end of, of that plot line, when he kind of just kind of brings up the the idea that oh, well, we're playing both sides, like they're both the same, the Empire, yeah. uh, the First Order resistance yes. like they are being funded by the same corporate elite yeah. if you will like i thought yeah. that was fucking awesome it was so yeah. fucking yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I that scene right there i definitely agree that was good that was good and and again like that was the reason i was excited for his character because he kind of provided that moral ambiguity to that the whole situation where like Uh We were expecting, oh, okay, he's going to be a plot device to the plot forward, which he still was. But he kind of just added that sense of like unease in regards to like, okay, well, if they're both the same, then it kind of puts this whole motion about good versus evil kind of astray. And it kind of leads back to when Kylo offered Gray, hey, let's just forget both sides. Let's let's go our own path. It kind of reinforces that point. And so I thought that was brilliant. But again, the execution and the lead up, I agree, was pretty terrible. Um, As far as the deconstruction
3: goes, I think that that was, that scene right there made up for it, you know, replacing what you know Mm -hmm. with with the the ultimate, like, or the, I guess, an unbiased view of it all, you know, yeah, it's funneling both sides. However, (laughs) I mean, let's look at it you know, scene by scene, uh, Poe Finn, straight. and I was it Rose. Is it I think her name is um, yeah, Rose. Mm. Yeah, they all you know disobeyed orders, caused the mutiny. the <laughs> The fact is, <laughs> the code breaker betrayed Finn and uh, Finn and Rose in the end, anyway, right? <laughs> Mm -hmm. which led to the result of heavy (laughs) losses of the resistance. Like, Mm -hmm. possibly hundreds of people died on those transports. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Nobody got any fallout from that shit, all right? None. None at all. We're just dismissing the fact that thousands of resistance fighters just perished because these fuckers decided to cause a
2: mutiny, Mm -hmm.
3: and they got betrayed in the end anyway. Do you
2: think... the mutiny was out of character for many of the people you listed in general I, I think that as far as character goes
3: probably not out of character but the thing is they had a plan the whole time I, I, what was what was the plan exactly
4: uh, I have to, what, the plan was uh, to oh shit I'm board drawing a blank here um <sighs> <What> was it <laughs>
3: Well, you know, you have Admiral. What's her face? You know, hyperdrive space out of oh, which is a whole fucking thing entirely. Okay, a cruiser takes out several capital ships. I Are you love kidding that. me? I fucking What's love that. What's the point day? of space battles if we could just kamikaze? Oh, the very beginning,
2: dude. I don't care about that. Yeah, <laughs> that, I, that I will that say at awesome. the end of the day. At the end of the day, that was a pretty crazy scene. No, like, like, like when the whole the cruiser jumps to light speed and it like demolishes like all those, uh, Imperial star fleets. And as the whole scene plays out, all, all you see is like the, 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 the twinkle of light just, you know, sp- be like penetrating through all those, uh, ships, oh, yeah, and yeah. it's all silent. Was the scene I was talking place, about earlier like, in, in the middle of movie? The- yeah. Yeah. Like- oh, you no no no, I thought you were, were talking world.
4: about the beginning of the movie but, when uh, that I must have missed. When they suit that lady suicides herself into the <sighs> Yeah, because that's what yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking
2: about now. Oh no, 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 no.
4: No. No, it's not.
2: Uh, that scene's not that special in my opinion. Um but yeah, that that scene that I was referring to, yeah, that that was really great. Um But yeah, in terms of like in terms of, like, the inner logic regarding character action, uh, the actions that certain characters take, I do have issue with. I, I won't lie. I'm not going to, like, pander here and be like, oh, well, it was, you know, worthy because it kind of elevated the main principle of what the director wanted to say about the franchise. Like, that's going that I'm not going to try and resort to that defense all the time. Um and so like I understand Peyton's frustrations with like, oh well then why not just do that with every fucking you know uh space well, encounter with the yeah, enemy. Yeah,
3: yeah. The the fact that there was no fallout where that whole plot line could have been avoided in the end.
2: Um But that, you do kinda see like with the, why that plot line If you're gonna go with the the
3: uh that scene where it shows how the resources are funneled to both sides, then I see
2: where you're going. Um, no, no. I'm talking a little bit separately in regards to that, I was talking more about the concept of like our heroes being stubborn and they commit mistakes or whatnot, and so they have to learn through failure like it's a very common theme that's used a lot, but yeah. in Star Wars it's kind of like not used that frequently we we kind of have this expectation that our well heroes at the can cost no of wrong. like hundreds of lives in that scene though i mean yeah the ramifications of it were pretty dire and they were pretty stupid but i guess you can depending on what perspective you take you can art- articulate that i i really believe that the whole purpose of that plot was to show that the heroes Actually had no regard for life because of that mistake, and so they kind of were like, "Oh, but we can make it better." No, no, we could do it. And then no, like sometimes you you just have to give up sometimes and just take it and and follow orders. And so that was all those lives that were lost was a result of wanting to over deliver over something that they knew that they couldn't. Uh, Yeah, I know. That's my take.
3: I think I know a map probably wants to move on, but if I had some final mentions of the. uh, Of the movie itself, I think Luke's character was a little bit out of my taste for it. Uh, I think that. If um, if Kylo, if he saw these these visions of Kylo becoming. A greater evil. I don't think he would have shied yeah. away of it in fear and trying to execute him. I think that's and then and then you know after everything that happened, exile himself. I just think that's out of uh, that's out of character. That's out of Luke's kind of paradigm in, in, entirely. Also, <laughs> Green Goblin coming in and destroying all the Jedi texts.
2: Come on, I fucking hate it. Um, okay, I think man.
3: I have I have I have written out here as well. Um, Snoke is an ugly piece of shit. Um. Uh, Cliche no kill off. Of course that. we've already been over that. Uh, uh I think Mary, that Mary the Leia force use was a little bit awkward. That was Um Rest uh, in peace, Carrie Fisher. You will be missed. Uh I it's 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 very difficult considering that they're gonna have to salvage uh you know film to yeah, play out I mean. her remaining role in this series. Um, that was, rest, rest in peace again but I think that entire use of her was a should, little awkward I think awkward. they should have used uh, her in I, the, in the uh, kind of force battle
4: yeah. against Kylo
3: I would have rather her use the force in a heroic act and die in my opinion um, you know save others and die while doing so maybe even do some force shit in space that's cool but I think I think the rest of it was a little awkward. Those, I have a lot of other things I, I, I could say, but those are some of the highlights that we haven't touched on um, enough that I wanted to bring up as final thoughts. So
2: conclusively, you think The Last Jedi is pure dog shit? Like just straight? No,
3: off. it's not no? dog shit, but it's very untasteful. Like,
2: below, like very below in your rankings. Like if you had to rank all the films, yeah, it would be like...
3: It's not it's definitely not dead last. It's probably not even like in the bottom three dead last. But but because I have to give credit to the production of this movie. It was Mm -hmm. really fucking awesome. It was really good. And there are themes in it that I do like. I do like what he wanted to do with the deconstruction. I do like that. I just don't think that it was executed the way that I would have favored. But that's 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 my opinion. I definitely don't have it in the bottom three. Or
4: dead last, or anything fantastic like that. Oracle. So, um, Matt, yeah. yeah, for my ranking uh, again, yeah. it's top five for me. <laughs> uh, I, I.
3: Wait, did you just no? Did you just <laughs> I go, oh, yeah, it's still I, I think initially, <laughs> I,
4: before I had said it is in my top five. Earlier, um, yeah. Overall, like. There's the I everything I even the redemp like what Steven considers possibly re, uh, redeeming story arcs or points of story arc in the the whole codex thing, I don't find to be worthwhile. I was kind of like what <laughs> for that whole like side side story um I in the whole like we have to outrun them we're just outside their firing range, but eventually we'll run out of gas. Like there could have been, you know, I could just take it. Like I I would just throw that whole, like I would just have erased that story and create a whole new thing. Um, There's just so many messy parts, but there's a lot of good. So that's why I place it number
1: uh, in, in top five.
2: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the whole Saving the Jedi scripts. Uh, again, it's a whole riff on when, when Rose saved um, Finn from, you know, how th- like, I to, like think to try and self-sacrifice just... in movie, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. That's, that's the one portion where I was like, okay, I kind of think he kind of goes too far in some areas, and that was definitely one. Um, and then the whole saving the Jedi script and then. but again it, 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 it was more of building expectations for like are we going to get the Grey oh. Jedi yeah. Yeah. on screen no. and
4: um, all the feelings I had wrong, in the first man. film no. were you know oh yes it's this again and all the feelings I had in this film were well not all the feelings but so how am I trying to say this in in the ways that i felt like other outside of luke's death i didn't really have any like huge emotional pulls like han dying oh my god and like the whole you know i'm excited it's like like an epic moment it's like oh cool like the the fight in the forest is pretty good um visually and then you get uh a few other moments i would say um force awakens has more like epic you know interesting moments that are exciting and make you like oh god damn it like really angry or mad emotive and in this movie there is a lot of that in in tinier moments you know snoke dying luke dying so on um that it just doesn't you know measure
1: up in certain capacity
2: yeah i get you it's definitely uh it's definitely the whole the old age conflict of you know the old guard versus the new guard in that regard um and yeah this whole trilogy feels disjointed in general because of that transition and if I had to sacrifice the last year to basically get a more consistent trilogy, if albeit a more safe trilogy, then I think I would make that choice. But again, I I would think less highly of the individual films as a as a result of that compromise. But um which leads us to Rise of Skywalker and sort of our expectations for what the film has to do in order to make this trilogy a success, at least from the perspective of of you guys. Like, Oof. what does this movie have to do to sort of reconcile a lot of your grievances, or like
4: to make you know one salvage the, it, Basically, one of the I mean, it's not necessary uh, for it to happen, but it has to. For me, like, have a. I mean, we already know there's going to be a, a few lightsaber, like, a, at least one lightsaber fight, right? It has to not have shitty writing. And that's, you know, easy for me to say, but it has to not cop out at the last moment.
2: Well, Chris, Chris Terriel is one of the screenwriters, <laughs> and he wrote Batman v Superman. <sighs> So I don't know what I've never your seen opinion the film is on that movie as a um, book, but yes
4: um, I again like okay. yeah I never really? saw that movie I never saw never saw Justice League either That's cool um, That's not fun. that you wrote yeah. that but Justice
2: League was shit yeah, We'll move on I didn't that. see that one um that was anyway the long the was short farther. of
4: it yeah I don't know what to expect with his writing I like from from the JJ Abram movies I've seen, I've enjoyed most of them. I didn't enjoy the third Star Trek movie. I don't know. Was he directing on that as well? No. So yeah, I like the first no, two um, the direction-wise. I don't know who the writer was for those. But um yeah, I I I think there has to be like a really fucking epic. Like if if they want to go you know above expectations and and really get me back, there has to be a badass like lightsaber fight. Um, and it's not necessary for that to happen, but if everything else is lacking, at least I can say, okay, we have this badass lightsaber fight. I'm not a- asking for like a epic like twenty minute Revenge of the Sith <laughs> with lava lightsaber fight. Um. <laughs> I think I fucking love that scene, actually. Uh, (laughs) Surprisingly (laughs) enough. Um, And like, don't try to like fix all of the problems that some people may have had with The Last Jedi. That would be the wrong way to go about it. If you you try to fucking tape up all the holes in the boat, you're going to, you know, fucking not realize that you're going to, hit rocks um, to put it lightly. So they just need to, I don't know. Any other thoughts from you two?
1: Yeah. So I
3: agree with you on the, you know, don't try to tape the boat. I think at this point you got to run with it and make it the best that you possibly could. Uh, The problem we always had with Star Wars was uh, when it comes to faces a lot of Star Wars heroes you know are they 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 have those iconic actor faces actors and actresses and that's always been a problem because you have to introduce new heroes new villains new faces to keep it going right Um, and on film it's been difficult because before Disney we only had six of them right so we always had those same faces I, I think, the, you know, originally it was, you know, let, a lot of people were hinging on the, you know, let the past die and everything. Yet here we are bringing a new villain, or I mean the same villain back into the fray, uh, Palps, Chief. And for me, what it would take to make this film great, this is the first movie in the past, you know, three, or at least, you know, the last two he was absent in the, in the uh, trilogy. Uh, you know, we're seeing him again. You need to fucking really do it well. You need to make him awesome. Uh, I don't know exactly what I expect, but it needs to be impressive when it comes to Sheev. Because if he actually has been the arch, you know, the big bad this entire time, then it needs to be orchestrated correctly. Uh, because we were led to believe Snoke was it. That obviously wasn't the case. Um, but if Sheev's coming back into the fray, he's he was already meta up before. I'm not saying that you have to live up to the reputation of him, but it definitely can't be downplayed as some, you know, easy victory. It, there needs to be a quarrel, whether it be Kylo or Ray. in one sense, the other has to save the other. I think uh, Steve and I have talked about this before. I kind of like that uh, that theme. I think the redemption story is always a classic Star Wars uh, story, but it has to have some novelty to it. It can't just be the same old saving one from itself. There needs to be some kind of like, I don't know, uh, just some kind of wrench in the cog, you know, like the system, something that throws you off the loop like you didn't see it coming. Um, that, that, we don't know a whole lot about Ray's backstory. Then again, we only know so much about Kylo 2. So there's room to play around with. Uh, the other thing, though, is, is after everything's said and done, whatever the conflict was, whatever the resolution was for it, I think there needs to be some groundwork on what we can expect from the franchise. Um, because internally, I have a conflict where they even had to... Con- they had this, there's this overwhelming idea that they have to finish the Skywalker saga. When, in my opinion, other than the EU, when we're just talking about the films, that was already concluded. Darth Vader was vanquished or the yeah. emperor was killed off. I don't see any reason to continue the Skywalker saga. They could have just made a whole new plot line to begin with, but we still had those actors. We still had those faces. And I think right. that was a compelling urge to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, What I'm trying to say is if it truly is the end of the Skywalker saga, then give us give us a door to what we we can expect from Star Wars in the future without those faces. Because I think that that's what the really hard thing that they've been trying to the hurdle they've been trying to climb over, getting rid of of Mark, Carrie, Harrison, getting rid of those faces because, let's face it, they're not going to be around much longer. Rest in peace to Carrie. Oh, um, I, I, that's that's what I'm really hoping to see from this film. Um,
2: I agree wholeheartedly with what you mentioned regarding, like, um, sort of let the past die, if you will. Um, and that's that's really what my expectations were coming to this uh, sequel trilogy, uh, starting with the first Awakens. And at this point, now that they have marketed it as the end of the Skywalker saga. And again, it kind of feels, at least personally, it feels like buyer's remorse in the way of like, I kind of wish I had more of a connection with the new characters instead of having to resort to, you know, the older characters and using nostalgia as a marketing tactic um, and contextualizing it within the plot line. I mean, when they announced Palpatine was coming back, I just thought Let out this inaudible like sigh of like they don't learn. Yeah, (laughs) they just don't learn. Um at least it's the same actor though. Yeah, at that that rate. Yeah, yeah, sure. I I think. I mean, I I guess they kind of have to. I mean, if they if they want to build some level of anticipation after the uh, reception of the Last Jedi, then yes, that was the right move. Within the context of the uh, boardroom meeting, um, but I think in my view, what the rise of Skywalker needs to do is if they're going to forego Ryan Johnson's uh, subversion and if they're going to like basically do everything I don't want them to do. At the very least, I want them to do it the right way. And what does that mean? It means making the third film recontextualize everything from The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi and bringing us the final piece of that puzzle that we were missing in regards to race. Parents, her lineage. uh, Kylo's upcoming redemption or or maybe he doesn't get redeemed, which I hope he doesn't, because I think. If Kylo doesn't get redeemed at the end of Rise of Skywalker, and he perishes, and that's the end of the Skywalker uh, bloodline, it could be very bittersweet if they executed it correctly. But um, I think that would be a perfect footnote towards the Skywalker saga and opening up what it means to be a Skywalker, truly. And, and again, uh, I think in some interviews, JJ said that he was not going to completely get rid of of certain themes of the last Jedi, which gives me a little bit of. But I can't I just don't know whether to to read that. as just damage control language yeah. uh, with the media. And so, again, my uh, th- these are the three things that writer Skywalker needs to do. It needs to recontextualize the past two films and carry the weight and burden of answering all of our questions. Even though I don't want that to happen, if it has to happen, it has to be done right. Kylo c- cannot be redeemed in my eyes. In order to cl- close off the Skywalker saga, and basically have his character art be like he was actually able to fulfill Vader's um back- side back- he has yeah, right, right, like, like right. he would succeed in the way that Vader didn't. Yeah. And so I feel like the satisfaction of being a villain and not converting into this redemption figure or anti hero, I think could provide this catharsis and that moment when Ray eventually plunges that lightsaber into him. And it's going to be bittersweet because maybe I mean, I mean, the it's true. In, indicate
1: that no, always, anyway, yeah.
2: you you're here. I know, you right?
4: can see me. <laughs> Okay.
3: Oh, the internet roars over him.
2: Yeah, indeed. Um, And then the third thing it needs to do is basically it needs to give me hope for whatever Disney does next. They're going to attempt to make something more novel, make something different. And I I, I think the expectation is that we are going to get more interesting stories, especially if Ryan is doing his trilogy, if the Game of Thrones directors are doing their trilogy. Oh, God, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's a whole Uh, other thing we could spend hours and hours, you know, speculating on. But uh, I just want to kind of end on on those three things that I think Rise needs to ultimately uh, focus on if it wants to succeed. And my biggest worry, my biggest worry is... This film is going to carry so much weight. It's going to have to somehow, you know, strive for that her- Herculean effort to sort of like shoulder all the perceived mistakes of the last film, and then you know, be like, okay, well, we're going to course correct, yeah, according to to this, and then you know, be like uh Okay, now here's the exposition dumps. Oh, actually, this 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 scene meant this. This scene meant that. This this scene actually meant this. Plot twist here. Plot twist there. And it yeah. will be this conjoined mess of like, okay, you know what? This is fucking horseshit. That, and, then, yeah. and then and that's it. Then this this trilogy would have been not a disaster, but it just would have been like a big fucking. Missed the opportunity, so. yeah. I, I that's that's why I have uh, a high Ugh. fear of the yeah. so reintroducing
4: um, I have a, bit, a, but, uh, yeah. a theory, yeah. or not a theory. Yeah. I want to get your opinion. So, how would you feel if, and it's highly, I, I'm thinking it's highly possible for it to happen if it's gonna have sh- if it has shitty writing. If 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 if, if. Um, Kylo sacrifices himself (laughs) in the end and and finally like, but not like in the same way like I don't know let's just say Force Lightning's involved what if it does follow the way of kind of like how it went in in Return of the Jedi how pissed will you be each of you let's say Force, Ghost, Lightning (laughs) Kills way, though, Kylo, like he has, he, he sacrifices himself. Um, for the good of, I don't know, saving Ray or something.
1: To save, save Ray. You want to go first?
3: No, nah, go first. I got uh so you're saying the parad- you're saying the theme that we see in the Return of the Jedi and mm-hmm. then we see a repeat with Kylo potentially mm-hmm. doing the same thing with That's with Ray being the protagonist. Yeah. Oh. well I mean, yeah. I, I, I see where you're going with it, and I could right. see disappointment. It would have to be very circumstantial, but that that would be quite a disappointment for me. <laughs> um Especially if it was, you know, the same exact theme where there is a duel between Ray and Kylo. Obviously, Sheev intervenes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he, he's Sheev, and uh, yeah, and uh, and and you know, Kylo steps in and offs him, um, potentially himself in the process. Yeah. I see where you're going with that. I would be disappointed. I'm I'm more of a fan of uh,
4: Ooh, Ray versus the Emperor and going
3: Kylo. On here. Um, well, that's one idea, but maybe oh, even both of them
4: versus like Ray and the them. Emperor versus uh, Kylo. So you think they go? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 oh, well, oh, there's another oh, idea, the actual probably uh, the more enjoyable option. <laughs> There we go.
3: Oh, look, the light bulb. It was the last the
4: password possibility we had. <laughs>
3: the light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cliche. It's kind of cliche, though. Um, but, I mean, I just don't know. Uh, it's, it's very hard to say. Um, to, to be quite honest, I've, I, I think Steve and I have talked about this before. Um, it's... It, it's almost possible we'll see like a backseat, you know, Emperor game. Um, which I mean that is kind of how he plays in anyway, but uh, I, I definitely understand what your, your the raised question you gave, and I,
2: I, I don't like it if it is the same theme. If I swear to god if I see a first Luke Skywalker, a force <laughs> Leia and <the> a <laughs> force. Oh the force, you're gonna do the, power, the fucking the force, hobbit battle power. <laughs> fucking
3: ray underneath them. Hey, look, look, the Green Goblin
2: can straight up he can <laughs> straight up the what, what if they did the same shit like they did in The Hobbit? Remember The Hobbit? The last Hobbit film, movie film movie where they had Gandalf, played.
4: Galadriel, <laughs> and um, Hugo Weaving's character uh, Elrond, wasn't it? it was, oh, and Radagast. Uh, all four of them fought mm-hmm. um, <laughs> fucking Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> It's the worst shit I've ever yeah. seen. So if they did that same thing for, for the Emperor, but they're all ghosts, and while Kylo and Rage just kind of look on like who the fuck are these people?
2: Or even <laughs> from like, uh, or even from like a, the perspective of Harry Potter when Harry finishes off, you know, Voldemort, and then he's like the soul of his so, parents, like hold on, him, like I think you're mixing up two like, movies there. Cringe, Sorry, in, um, in the
4: fu- in the last one. No, I'm not because his parents help well, him in. Sorta. in Yeah, in the no, uh,
1: no, um, no, no. He's about earlier. Film, the Goblet of series. Fire.
2: Yeah, yeah, whatever. And <laughs> look, books, all I want to say is Yoda can summon life. I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the book and the book. <laughs> oh, the the, la- well, that's the, the, stupid. The spirits of the parents do come in and help Harry. But in no. the movie in the Thank movie it, i don't think they show it so they they cut that so if they were to replicate that book version into rise of sky yeah, I, I would fucking stupid fucking I'd be like i'm out. um
4: okay so yeah um how do you think they're going to implement the like do, what what do you think the double ended lightsaber, red lightsaber is actually going to be. Do you think it's going to be a vision? Do you think it's going to be? I don't know. Um, What what do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's going to be real?
1: I think it's
2: clear misdirection. Uh, The context of that scene, if, if I were to guess. I think Kylo gets a vision yeah. of Rey turning to the dark side with Palpatine in control over her and he realizes oh he's can me uh, as a point to get to her I've seen that it. One, love. whatever yeah and then that will be the catalyst for him to start his redemption arc vomit. and so okay <sighs> I think that's how it's going to play out. It's just a force vision that Kylo yeah. gets and we also, realizes. Actually, I don't think I want that. we also
4: we also know um, that go uh, Disney likes to play <laughs> oh, around God. with things you're seeing and things that aren't there and things that colors changing and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, let me let me get Peyton's uh, idea. What, what do you think about mm-hmm. the um, the? Uh, w- the scene where she's going to have a double edged lightsaber. What do you think that how that's going to play out? Do you think it's real? Do you think it's a vision? <laughs>
3: I, I like the vision idea because I just I just I cannot see the ray turning dark side thing um, so easily. I think l- let me put it like this. If if there was a dark ray as the internet is like fantasized about so hardcore, I don't think they would have just easily put that in the trailer. Maybe, but I don't see it being plausible. Uh, I I agree with the force vision idea, the you know, somehow I feel like they're kind of stealing a little bit. If they go that route, they're kind of stealing from the Dagobah moment uh, where where he's in the cave and, you know, he kills Vader, but it's obviously himself. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I kind of lean towards the the vision idea. But I, I, I'm not gonna lie, whatever it is, I wouldn't mind seeing like a very short duel. (laughs) To be to be honest, I mean, I haven't seen a double-bladed lightsaber on screen in a minute, so it would be pretty. It would be pretty cool uh, cinematography.
2: However, it went. As I said. Oh, yeah, we uh, we definitely have to see a duel, especially if they're going to bring back the double blade. The first scene of the the entire movie
4: is going to be Ray getting decapitated in a vision, and it's going to be a freak out. Be like, what the fuck? (laughs) And it just cuts to her waking up. (gasps) Yeah.
3: Yeah. First thing we see is uh probably green goblin. betwixt his legs, summoning fire yet again. <laughs> <laughs> All over the place. Yeah.
2: I am. <laughs> I see the silhouette of Jar Jar fucking Bing. Oh god, no! <laughs> the real Phantom We've even talked
3: about him, the real villain of this series. Now that's how you salvage this trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, make a meme out of it. Just, he does a backflip <laughs> over is both, both right of them, decapitates right both oh. Kylo Ren oh. and. and <laughs> <laughs> George just like solely raises and claps in the
1: background.
4: <laughs> the deep state within the deep shuck state. It, oh, God. Um, shuck it, Iger. Um. <laughs> um no it's like the it's like the uh the double edged lightsaber uh ray is just a mask and under the mask um we she just takes it off and's like surprise motherfucker it's me and it's like oh my god cut to black <laughs> it's like no um no i think we definitely got off the rails with this one Uh, with with our theories, but yeah, uh, all good discussion. Um, and so I think you know, we've been talking about this stuff for a while, we are going to have to talk a little bit more. But I agree. Intermission time, take a break. See you on the next episode. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to thank uh, again, um. Sir, Sir Peyton, uh, for joining us. He will be on the next episode as we continue our discussion. Uh, the next episode will be uh, discussing more Star Wars um, in regards to a few different things, kind of uh, delving more back into video games as we normally love to do. And um, some other items we're going to be talking about there. Oh, what were they, Stephen? I believe you had a few other topics you wanted to go over.
2: <laughs> okay fine spoil the surprise for our listeners the hell but yeah I of course man say, uh, thank
4: you guys uh, for having really me on it's really good to be able to talk to you um, yeah, no outside of everything uh because we haven't talked in a very long time but yeah you're always welcome on the podcast uh, as long as we'd like mm-hmm. your opinions um <laughs> and uh yeah so- well, we'll definitely see y'all on the next episode where we continue more about Star Wars. Thank you so much for joining us and have a good evening, morning, whenever the fuck you're listening. See ya. And then I'll edit this shit out. Um All right. So,
1: Steve, I wanted to uh, say... Um